so we're doing good on Bitcoin. Yeah, amazing day today. Um, just incredible. Fifteen five now. Uh huh. You got any what? Wow. At Thirteen. I mean, that's insane. You like you timed it perfectly. Nobody can do that. Only you. <laughs> well, you you did it for me, so that's good. So now is the time to buy, or is it going to drop down now? Um, good question. I would hold. Now, now's not the time to buy. Now it's time to hold and see what happens. But yeah, no, no, it's not oh. the time to buy. You're too late. Time to hold. Yeah. Okay, we'll hold. <laughs> good plan. Don't do anything else. Just hold. Hold it. Hold it. I say that a lot in flying. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, we're coming in for land, and people want to do all kinds of strange things. We're coming in perfect, and they, they just mess it all up. So I got to tell them, hold it, hold it. Don't do anything. Hold it. Yeah, you always want to overcompensate, and you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Just let it let it go. Let it fly. Yeah. Yeah, it'll fly. It'll do a good job. It'll do its thing. In fact, I just saw on YouTube five expensive things Joe Olfing owns. Oh, give it and, to uh, me. What, only one really interests me. He's got a Lamborghini. And it's worth, I forget, 200000 or something like that. Then he's got a house and another house and a couple churches and some land. And he's doing pretty good. He's not wanting for anything. That's good. We want him to be able to do it. Because it's a hard job. you got to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and he does a good job of talking. So I, don't, I don't see any teleprompter in there. And he talks for a good straight half an hour that we hear on the television thing. and. And he, yeah, he, he does a really good job of talking. Yes, he's, he's got the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. As they mm -hmm. say, the gift of gab. Hello, everybody. This is Eric from Money Sucks. You're listening to the podcast with the most thrifty man thriftiest man in the world, Osho from the Midwest, the Oracle. He'll tell you how to save money, how to get rid of money sucks because you don't want money to be sucked out of your pocket. You want it to be put in your pocket. How do you do that? Well, you buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Not financial <laughs> advice, but <laughs> we're just giddy because it's just so much fun. When you buy Bitcoin, you know, when you, when you get into a fund or a stock, if you get 12% Annually, you're doing pretty good, right, Osho? 12% stock mm, yeah. for the year? That's yes, good. Yes, you are. That's, that's, a, that's a good average. <laughs> and with Bitcoin, 12% is a slow week. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's amazing. I and, think it just went up 20% this week. I think you're right, because I think it was 9% just in one day. One day. One day. Unbelievable. So, so now's the time to buy. Well, it seems like yeah, you you won't you won't lose, and you'll only win. And the earlier you got in, the better. I told you weeks ago to do it. If you didn't do it, it's your fault. I said get in it, and uh, and if you did, good for you. You're 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 a happy person today. If you didn't, well, you still have time. Yeah, they they say you still have time. Actually, today may not be a good day to buy because it's going up and it's pretty high right now. But you never know; it could drop real fast or it could keep on going up. So, right at this point, it would be a gamble to buy now. So maybe wait and and don't get into money sucks. I'm glad you brought that up because people just naturally that's when you want to buy. In. Oh, it's going up! I'm going to buy in. 
no, no, don't do that. I was excited uh, back when, and when it was real high, and got all excited, got in, and that was silly. Wait till it goes down, and wait till it goes down a good chunk. Don't, uh, don't you? Know, oh, it went down a percent. I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go in, and I'll save, uh, you know, save some money. No, wait, wait for it to go down. What goes up must come down. If it's if it's natural, and if it if it goes straight up, more than likely it's gonna come down because you can't have anything go just in a straight line up. It's just not healthy. And that happens with almost any products. There's a time to buy and a time not to buy. Uh, if you're going to buy a turkey, buy it at Thanksgiving because all the turkey dealers are out there trying to sell their products, so they're in competition with other turkey dealers, and so they drop their price a little bit, and and there's a little bit of a price war going on. So almost anything. Cars, the end of the month, the best time to buy a car, they say, and all kinds of different ways that you can get away from the money sucks and keep money in your pocket. Yeah, that's a good point. As a matter of fact, mine is way lower on the lower end of the spectrum of money spending. But I noticed with soda, soda's always on sale on the in the holidays. You notice that at the uh, all the holidays, soda goes on sale. You can get it for dirt cheap, and uh, right mm-hmm. after it goes up. And it's just that, like you said, it's just that thing. It, why why buy it when it's expensive? Wait till it goes cheap, then buy it and buy it in bulk. Yeah. You know. Oh, bulk would be really great. If you can do it, have a place to store it. That would be good. In fact, almost anything is better if you buy in bulk. That's a really good idea, Eric. And, and that, that also creates a non-money suck out of your pocket. Yeah, you go pick and choose and just one here, one there. That's going to cost you. That's going to definitely cost you. I'd say in the long run, but in the short run as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except when it goes down lower, then you say, why did I buy all this pop? Yeah, right. Except you kind of, I don't know. Yeah, what am, what am I going to do with this? It's overpriced, Pop. I'm going to drink a lot. Yeah. It's sort of like gambling. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but in the long run, you're going to lose. In the long, the house always wins. In, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, buying in bulk in the long run, you're going to win. Even, I'm trying to think if that's universal. That sounds like, Pretty much for anything, you, when when would that not work? Is there? A, can you think of a time when that would? I think you're right. I think that's a universal truth. Buy in bulk. Yeah, unless it's perishable, then you have to be uh, really careful. But buy in bulk as long as it'll stay fresh, and then you'll be okay. That's true. And also, don't buy in bulk if you don't need it. If you don't need, um. <laughs> Here's my here's my buy in bulk story. I bought way way too much. I love popcorn, but I I bought enough for like a family of eight. And I found out I didn't realize this. I thought it'd be good forever. You it's in a plastic container and it's popcorn. I didn't think it goes bad. I don't think I don't know if it ever goes bad. But the thing is, I guess to make it pop, there's a drop of water somehow in the kernel. Don't ask me how they do that or how that happens. Uh, but it dries up, and then when it dries up, the cor- kernel will not pop. So the corn only lasts so long. So that's so true. I've got this huge container. I'm eating popcorn like a fiend left and right, and I'm never going to get through this container. It's just way too big, way too bulky, too much bulk. So you bought the unpopped popcorn, and it went right. stale on you. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, because I was thinking popcorn already popped, and then I was going to think, well, maybe the popcorn didn't get stale, but some might have been some of the toppings on it that, that got bad. Oh, yeah, and that would happen, too. Um, when you have, like, an oil, oil gets 
kind of bad, you know. You, you can mm-hmm. taste the oil. And old oil is no fun. And, of course, if you can buy perishables in bulk and freeze them, then you'd be doing okay until electricity goes out. And that's why I have a generator next to my house that when electricity does go out, the generator starts and I have electricity from my, my freezer. How cool. Now, does your generator start automatically? Yes, it does. Uh, it weeks about 10 seconds when the electricity stops and then starts automatically. And when electricity comes back on, after about five seconds, it shuts off. Wow, that's cool. How does yeah. how does that work? Is that a is that a complicated setup? Uh, it's complicated setup, but I didn't set it up. Somebody in somewhere did all the figures and mathematics, put all electronics together, and I just plugged it in, and it worked. Well, that's funny that you said I just plugged it in and it worked because when it <laughs> there's no electricity, it will it work? It worked. In fact, it's battery operated. It, takes a car battery, and so when the electricity goes out, uh, the little switches do all their little ding, 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 and switching back and forth, and the battery takes over, starts up the motor, and the motor starts up the generator, and the generator start, uh, starts making electricity for the house. Okay. So I would almost imagine it's almost like a um, you know, a heater when your heat clicks on. It's probably similar mm-hmm. to that, kind of that type of mm-hmm. relay system or whatever the deal is. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. A modern miracle. Right. Well, I wanted to kind of go over the uh, history of money. We're probably going to get through half of the history of money because what is this thing that we're talking about? And you had a homework assignment, young man. Uh, We were supposed to both give our definitions of money. And did you come up with one? Well, I sure did. And it's very interesting, the definition of money. Uh, What do you think the definition of money is, Eric? Well, in my mind and what I kind of came up with, it is something that everyone agree has uh, a value. So whatever that thing is has to have value between everybody that thinks money is going to be transferred. You both have to believe that it is worth getting. Okay, that, that's pretty good. I have one almost exactly, but I, I looked at it just a little bit differently. I was putting together what money is, and I thought about it, and that's, uh, that, that seems like a very nebulous uh, question. And so I thought, huh, if I have something and somebody else wants it, I have value, and my value can be turned into money or any object at all. So if I have a rock and somebody wants that rock, they're interested in it, I can trade that rock for another item that they may have, or they can trade my rock for their money. And then I mean cash, dollar bills, or pennies, or whatever it might be. Uh, An example of that is right now we have an organ in our house, and we want to sell it. It's an organ that my mother played, and we want to sell it. Well, nobody wants to buy it. So here this organ that cost $2,500 new not too long ago, is worth nothing. Nobody wants it. I can't get rid of it. It's not an asset. It's no value. So there's no money in it. No one's going to give me money. So if you have value in what you have and somebody else wants it, you have, quote, quote, money in your hand. It's something that someone else wants and they're willing to give you something back for it, whether it's our cash dollar bills or something that we might trade. And I'm guessing when you get into the origin of money, you're going to tell us that it probably started out with trade. And I don't jump ahead, but I'm just guessing that. 
That's a good guess, young man. It's a good guess. That's so true. Yeah, and we used to trade and uh, just keep it in our heads. Um, and when we traded, when they started trading way back when, they uh, the money basically was a thought in your head, really, if you think about it, which is really interesting how everything went full circle. Because kind of with Bitcoin, I think if you remember a certain key code, if you remember the numbers, you don't need you don't need a computer, you don't need it's just in your head and you go, I've got this code and this code is worth so much money. Oh, that's so cool. That's very interesting when you said that. I didn't even realize that we're going full circle with Bitcoin. But uh, yeah, so money is a, a thing in your head. And then it, then they started writing things down because, you know, when you get over too much in your head, you uh, forget. Now, what did I owe you? Do I owe you a fish or two fishes? You know, and you know how that is. You always say write stuff down. That's kind of mm -hmm. one of your one of your right. yeah one of your main main uh, themes is write it down with the, because even among friends they don't know and they forget they go we I didn't agree to that well yes you did but now now you're just you against word against word whereas if it's written down you go and, and you sign it you go oh yeah I did do that didn't I? <laughs> okay mm -hmm. we're we're yeah. good yeah and another thing that happens with me a lot of times I'll I'll, bar I'll bargain back and forth or we'll dicker back and forth for the price. And I might have gone through five prices in my mind, and then I heard five prices from the other man that Connor offers. And so six months from then, I can't remember what price we actually sold it for. And and that's where I get in trouble, and that's where I really have to write things down. Yeah, definitely. I was I was getting back to your uh, your organ. I was thinking like if if everybody wanted it, and we talked, then your organ would be money. That would be funny because. Hey, I got money. Oh yeah, where is it? Oh, I gotta, I gotta drag it down the stairs. I need two people to carry it at least, maybe three. <laughs> Please open the door. We need a third person. <laughs> I got money. I got an organ. It's worth. It's money. It's money. Another little example that I had is I, I had a ten dollar bill, and on one side it was half printed, so it was a, a mistake actually. But I took it to the bank, and the bank wouldn't take it. They said, no, that that's worthless. That that's a mistake. But then I took it to a coin dealer, and they said, wow, that's that's worth a lot of money. Well, here to the bank, they didn't want it. It wasn't worth anything to them. They they just didn't want it. I couldn't even give it to them because it was almost counterfeit, maybe consider that. But when I went to the coin dealer, he thought, wow, that's worth a lot of money. So here here's an item in my hand, worthless to one person, but very valuable to the next. And the same things might go for yard sales. You go to a yard sale, you'll buy something. And I've seen a lot of people take the thing that they bought at the yard sale, maybe for $10, and the man at the pawn shop will give them maybe $100 for it, different values for different people. So so money is, is very, very strange and very flexible. You Yeah, you make a good point. As a matter of fact, that's why your organ isn't worth money, although it is worth money. Because other people would probably want it. They'd say, oh, yeah, I, I had one way back when. Love to have it. Or it might be a certain model or make that you can't find anywhere, but nobody knows it. And if you find the right person, you're, you're good. I think you just hit on what money is. Money is something that we agree pretty much everybody as a majority that it has value. Mm -hmm. Where the organ yeah, – yeah. so, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we all agree that the U.S. dollar is worth something, a dollar, and we came 
to the same conclusion. Almost everybody thinks the same way about our currency, our cash, our money. But an object can be different prices for different people. And like they say, you have to find the right person for that object to give them the amount of money that you want for it. That's true. And I think that is, I think that would be a great definition of money that uh, most people believe that this has value. So therefore, it's money. Now, how did that start a long time ago? I, you, you got me really curious. Give me some more information on that. Well, no matter where you are on this great big planet, whether it was uh, 2,000 years ago or uh, today, you need everybody, everybody in the planet, no matter who you are, they all need food, they all need water, they all need shelter, and they almost, almost, I'm going to say, all need money. Um, you know of a few, we talked about this, tribes that probably don't have money and live off the land or thinking what do we think the rainforest we we think maybe um but pretty much everybody pretty much i mean those people need food water and shelter and even though they may not have money they probably have a bargain a bartering bartering system some way so they even probably need money so everybody needs those things so money can be good it can be bad it doesn't matter it depends on what the holder has in store for that money you can do good things with it you can do bad things with it so uh, and so money kind of is a mystery. You know, it's just got to be something that everybody believes um, is worth something. That's why Bitcoin is like this magic money people are believing. And the p- people that believe are really strong believers. And then other people get involved. And once other people get involved, look out. The uh, dream will become reality, you know. So I know you heard the story. I'm going to tell you again. It was a party. A bunch of rich people around the punch bowl. Things are going great in the economy. All of a sudden, the banks went insolvent because there were bad debts, because banks sell debts. And then the government stepped in. And I, I asked you, did you remember that? And you said, yes, right? I said, yeah, I, re- yeah, I remember that. That was about 10 years ago. And I said, no, <laughs> it wasn't 10 years ago. <laughs> yes, it was 10 years ago, but it also happened 2,000 years ago in Rome. Wait, wait, wait. Are you serious? Yep, same thing. The same exact thing that happened 10 years ago happened 2,000 years ago in Rome? Yep, the same thing. And the government stepped in. Uh, The government was Rome. The government was the Emperor Tiberius. (laughs) He stepped in. And you'd think we'd learn our lesson. So, um, yeah, pretty much the same exact thing happened. Is it exact? No. Is it very, very close? You're darn right it is. And, oh, but, you know, back in the day when bankers didn't pay their debts, you know what happened to them? Hmm. They got I hung. Sure don't. They got hung. Hmm. Which I, is an interesting thing. You know what happens nowadays, right? To bankers oh, that don't they pay. they get rewarded. That's yeah. correct. That's exactly yeah. correct. They get bonuses, get rewarded, and get bailouts. Yeah. And, and when if they quit or retire, they get a golden parachute. Golden back. parachute, Yes. So you get money to leave. You get money to quit. So if you quit your job, you get nothing and you get a boot out the door. But if they quit, they get a golden parachute. They get rewarded. And sometimes it's in millions of dollars. Yes, exactly. So you wonder, um, is there maybe a problem? I think so. I think think it is time for a change. And I believe everyone believes that as well, except for the people getting the golden parachutes, which are the 1%. We know that. 
and 1% is a lot less than 99%. So I think the 99% is going to say, hey, you know what? I, we're not too thrilled with this way. We're going to, we got to change things up a little bit. And with technology and with people's ideas and, and uh, imaginations, um, things are changing. And, and I think social media is helping that to change too because people can connect with, with each other a very short amount of time instantaneously and get thousands of people thinking the same way all at one time. So it's, it's, it's going to change, I think, that people are going to get together and actually demand some of these other people, the, the bankers and the politicians, to change the way. Because the politicians now, they change the laws themselves in their favor, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's a law. It's in the Constitution. It's something we have to do. And then we can't do anything about it, so we have to go along with it, pay our taxes. Yeah, how true. So the, I think there's going to be a change. So you keep an eye out. You watch. Keep put your ear to the to the tracks as we used to do as kids. Listen to the train coming by, or they say put it to the ground. And uh, yeah, things things are definitely going to happen. And now with technology, and like you said, with all the uh, social media and stuff, it's going to happen a lot faster than it usually mm-hmm. did or did back in the day. And the neat thing is too, and I'm hoping for this that it's going to happen peacefully because. Everybody's just going to agree this is the way it should be, and I don't think there's going to be any violence. There's, there doesn't need to be. It's just something that uh, everybody believes. You know what? They're going to say, this, this is better. Let's just do it this way. In fact, we had a really great um, epiphany yesterday. We talked about this. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the government, <laughs> these governments that are are in debt go, okay, let, let's, let's get off this fiat money. Let, let's do – digital money and then uh start all, all new let's start from scratch let's just start all new <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. hey, hey guys you know let's just shake the every country's hand okay we're gonna do it all over again let's start let's start digital okay okay one two three <laughs> no debt I, I think i think in in layman's language you may be saying the government may go bankrupt and not have the cash that we have it like in the dollar bill in that it should say we're bankrupt we're not going to pay you back we're 15 13 trillion dollars in debt let's just start all new like you're saying and they'll probably we hope start in bitcoin and then that'll be a world currency and we'll be all back to what we might call normal yeah that would be really nice if that happened that would be a very very neat scenario so let's hope Mm -hmm. that that happens well i was just thinking of another way that uh we can uh eliminate uh, money sought possibly is to use other people's money, borrow money, and uh, then use their money and then pay them back with your profits. That's what the banks do right now. You put your money in the bank, they use your money to make money, and then they give you a little return uh, on your money, so your money is valuable to them, and they pay you for using their money, but they're making a lot more than that. I can remember a long time ago, a friend of mine invested in another friend's business and this other friend was a multimillionaire, and he uh, took the money that this other person invested, gave it to him, and he made more money, and he just paid him back a little bit more in interest, and it worked out for both people. Use other people's money as much as you can, but make sure you have a sure thing and you can pay him back. Yeah, or a plan B. Say, well, this is what we're mm-hmm. going to try to do. If not, well, I'll go you know, do something else to make sure that I take care of it because to be um... – it's great to have a, a great reputation, not such credit credit score, credit uh, rating. You know, have a have a credit rating, especially when you deal with uh, friends and family. Mm-hmm. 
it will go deal with friends and family. It's usually a lose-lose situation. Yeah, that's true. That's a good. Or point. if you do deal with them, put it down in writing. But even that doesn't help if they say, "No, I'm not going to pay you back." Then you have to take them to court, and that's a lose-lose situation. So it's best not to deal with friends and family if you can, unless you know and trust them really well, and and then you can sometimes. All right, and and just to, let's do a little quiz to end and end on uh, forms of money in the in in the past. Can you think of something that was money in the past that uh, that uh, people used? Well, I'm going to start out, and this was probably way into civilization. Something shiny, people like something shiny, so maybe they found a, a shiny rock, you know, and they, they glisten. And then it probably went to gold because gold would probably be a little harder to find the back then than a shiny rock. So anything shiny was something good at first. And then I was thinking about teeth. It seems like whale, whale teeth, that was something that was uh, valuable back then. You could trade for that because how can you get a whale tooth, you know, if you're just on an island someplace? So if you found one of those, that would be valuable, that you would have this valuable thing for somebody else wants it so they'll trade or give you something for that food firewood uh etc loincloth who knows what it might be but uh what did you have in mind well in rome i believe they use salt which is interesting it's kind of heavy but you can get a lot of it around so i thought that was fun but the weirdest one for me was the yak dung that was actually valuable. Give me, give me some of that yak dung. That's right. I will give you uh, two fish and a a uh, lamb if you give me some yak dung. <laughs> Crazy what stuff. What was the yak dung used for? Why did they want it? That was money. They used it for money. I forget what civilization it was, but it's written down, so but, it's true. But, I mean, if I buy some yak dung, I have it in my hand. What do I do with it now? You give it to somebody else to... Uh, buy something with it so you didn't use it for fire or, or you know or dry it out for a bonfire or anything like that it was just it was a it was a piece of currency so to speak it was a piece of currency that's correct it'd be like a half a dollar in my hand right now something right. i can actually hold and, and give it to someone boy that is interesting you buy a bunch of yakis and you have all kinds of dung and you'd be all set <laughs> They call that smelly money. <laughs> smelly money. <laughs> All right. Every- way, yeah, I know. All right, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for listening to Money Sucks. We're having a good time here. My co-host, Osho, thanks again for being such a fun a fun guy. <laughs> not a yak, not a yak dung. A fun guy. And once again, thank you, Carrie Finnegan, for this great, great music. 